Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. How are you? I'm in, like, such a good mood today, so I'm so excited to record. Yeah, I don't know what, like, healing stage I'm in this week, but, like, we're living life. We're thriving. Um, I think maybe it's because, like, the sun finally decided to come out. Spring has sprung. And, yeah, my attitude's great. I, I'm really having, like, a good week. Needless to say. It's only I'm, Tuesday, but we still, we're, we're living. You know, <laughs> the week really starts on Sunday. So if you really mm-hmm. think about it, we're already, like, almost halfway through the week. So, yeah, definitely it has been a great week today. I not only succeeded my goal of getting a pull-up, I did three pull-ups by myself. Three. Oh, hell yeah. That is, you know, honestly, having those kinds of goals are like so great for the gym. And that's one of my goals too. I can't do a pull-up for shit, bro. I'm working on it. It took a lot of work, but we're finally there. And, you know, I am excited. I I definitely had, I wouldn't say given up on it, but it was just like, it was hard. This one was difficult. You got a big booty. Like the lower half of my body is like where all my weight is like concentrated. Mm-hmm. So lifting myself up was a struggle in the, in the past. In the oh, past. yeah. Yeah, excited for it to get sunny, excited for, you know, hot girl winter. I mean, hot girl summer is really coming in like early this year. So yeah, how how you been? What have you been up to? Girl, let me tell you. So you know how you say your week starts on Sunday? My Sunday, I start with a 5k trail run, okay, in Discovery Park. It was a hard one. They have part of it called the sea climb where it's like a fucking intense incline. And guess what? I was, you know, I was jogging, I was running and I passed like multiple people that were like, oh, I could never do that. I could never just get up and go on a run on a Sunday through Discovery Park. And I was like, nah, bitch, I'm we're like, I'm sharpening the edge, bro. Like, I'm just like, and then I got everything done. I meal prepped this week, which is a big one for me. I don't usually meal prep because I'm fucking working from home. Right. But then I just end up not eating because I don't feel like making myself food. And that's not good. So we meal prepped. And then I did laundry. I cleaned my room. And so on Monday, I was like, babes, I've already won the week. Excellent. Uh, I will say I was not as productive this Sunday. You know, it was it was Sunday fun day. It was definitely Sunday fun day for me. But I did some situations came to light. I got some perspective on some things that I had been tripping over. And needless to say, sometimes you just need to live it to know how you're gonna feel about something and realize your growth because I guess part of healing and I guess in any sort of situation where you feel hurt by somebody and you go for a very long time without seeing that person you can feel sad because you romanticize a lot of things that Mm -hmm. happen with that person however when you see them again uh you realize damn um I was really forgetting about all these other things that come with that person and after a self-love journey you just realize that can't be me. I can't be bothered. <laughs> oh my God. So, Y'all, you- I have another update. I have to do two updates. Okay, so I'm like up late. You know, I was like up on Saturday and I was up late or whatever. And I get a follow at like 2 a.m., maybe 1 a.m. It was 1 a.m., like a follow at 1 a.m., right? And I was like, mm-hmm. who the fuck just followed me? Bitch. It was, it was one of my exes, okay? And <laughs> It literally, I was like, he didn't even follow me when we were together because I was the sneaky link, which I didn't put that together until after the fact. Wait, who who is this? Patron Man. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Patron Man, right? 
And it, it brought back so much for me because I'm like, bro, I have like left you so far in the past. And I was like, how the fuck would you think to follow me? Like I was on your mind, bro. I've been living rent free for what, like four years? Why now? And I just was like, bro, I used to be so down bad because he kind of sucked. I will give it to him. He it was just a bad group of apples, you know? So like there were so many bad apples that it was like he was the less the least rotten of them. Uh, but was he though? Was he? <laughs> I don't even know because I don't even know what was real and what wasn't. So that one's really hard. But he did pay for a lot of things. So in that way, at least so he paid for my min- shit. You know, the you know? fucking minimum. Yeah, he um, paid for my shit, my friendship, but that's like that those now I can pay for my own shit and I can't believe that that's what I settled for. Yeah, girl. I don't I don't know. All these little boys trying to make a comeback. Uh state is it, it, beginning to feel like hot girl summer and I'm not your girl. You know, I'm not your fucking girl. So, yeah, th- th- thanks but no thanks. <laughs> thanks but no thanks. Thank I have no a thanks. weird feeling I'm going to see him at Coachella. Girl, there's so many people at Coachella. Like, I not in VIP, you... bitch. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't, I don't know why you would even put that energy into the air. Like, we're just... not seeing this person at Coachella. Like, it, it's not. Don't worry about it. Just don't even worry about it. And if you, see I know, him I'm at Coachella, not really. You know, I'm a baddie, so I don't care. But I, you know, like back in the day when I was sick in the head, we went to the same shows at Coachella, and I was like, oh my god, the universe has been trying to present this man to me. Sick. Listen. <laughs> I think that that's positive thinking. However, today I did see a TikTok that was really inspiring that said, when they go low, take it to the floor, okay? And I think I'm just, like, done being the bigger person in some situations. And now if I see you and I really don't fuck with you, nor do I feel like you have anything to contribute to my life, regardless of what fun we may have had in the past, I'm just going to pretend I don't know you. (laughs) I am just going to take one one of Kim Kardashian's book and say, I don't know him. I can't comment on somebody I don't know. No, okay um, i love that and that's it that's really it and today i mean does it kind it kind of goes along with our topic for today today we are talking about the thanks for your concern mentality okay ooh, ooh. This goes, yeah 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 because we need a little a little a little freshen up a little recap of what mm-hmm. the name of our podcast really stands for are you ready to get into it yes 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 let's go So what do we mean by thanks for your concern mentality? This goes several ways. One, I think, is the I don't give a fuck mentality and I'm going to do me. Mm -hmm. Uh And then the second part also goes on how you treat others. Yes. I say thanks for your concern a lot. It's actually probably (laughs) one of my most used sentences because guess what? Just like the word no, thanks for your concern is a complete sentence. It really fucking be. And, you know, the thing is, I like to live my life now and in practice by not necessarily caring about what anybody else thinks but me myself and I and maybe the people that I genuinely do care about and for you to get a spot in me considering your opinion when I do something you have to be pretty fucking special and you I have to think very highly of you you have to have earned that place I think that growing up I gave a lot of fucks about a lot of irrelevant ass people and opinions and something that 
I think is difficult for me because I have anxiety and I used to have Mm -hmm. really, really bad social anxiety was not necessarily focusing on like what it was a lot reflecting of like my own self-esteem. And I think like a lot of people when they voice their opinions and opinions that are mainly negative, like somebody saying like, you know, like you don't look good in that outfit. Like you shouldn't be wearing that outfit. Like that doesn't look good on you. That looks good on like maybe like a thin girl. That's not really coming. Like that's not your issue. That's their issue. That's their fat phobia. That's their insecurity coming out. And I think that often I didn't realize that I was playing those things up in my head. You know, it was my own Mm -hmm. issues, my own insecurities that I was literally like judging and putting myself down by constantly thinking like, like, oh my God, what are they going to think? Like, I'm not wearing like the right shoes or I'm just like, sometimes it came even more so in like white spaces about Mm -hmm. my almost like internalized racism of like, well, I'm brown. Like, how do other people read me in this situation instead of me focusing how I read in this situation if I, and if I was actually comfortable and if I actually fuck with the people I was around if I actually cared about the people that I was around you know I relate to that a lot and when I think about like not giving a fuck I kind of think about how much I actually used to care and mm-hmm. I just imagine it's 2014 <laughs> and you're in a frat basement filled with people and in my head everyone is thinking about what I'm wearing and how I look I used to really care and really think that other people cared right yeah and it was like when I say it was like actually debilitating it really was and it was just my anxiety getting the better of me thinking like oh my god everyone is like okay am I dance am I being cute while I'm dancing like okay like I'm gonna chug this beer but like I want to look cute you know and then also just like feeding into the like let me drink so that I'm not fucking so concerned about what everyone thinks about me and once you realize first of all frat basement everyone's fucking drunk there's like two-thirds <laughs> of the people are like so fat past gone they don't even fucking know who you are and just realizing that in life people don't really care that much and a quote is the people that matter don't care and the people that care don't matter fan mentality okay give them something to fucking talk about now in practice like literally when i'm walking down the street and i like think like oh this like it's like the fear of looking stupid not so much like Mm -hmm. i've grown a lot in that but now it's more like fear of looking stupid fear of like oh like people are gonna think like like this is embarrassing but then i'm like bernice what the fuck do you care you don't know this first of all you don't know this person second of all you're probably never gonna see them in your life again so like we're about yourself bitch like you want to do it do it today I started uh it was the first day I hip thrusted I was by myself with like at the rack putting on like big girl weight okay mm-hmm. and I had never done that before and I was like I, this is probably I'm gonna do this like very wrong and at the gym you know you get a little you get a little self-conscious over the oh, fact yeah. that like you're gonna look stupid but like what was I gonna do not fucking push my weight so I like not work on my gains not get a fat ass just because I might look a little stupid the first time I do it until I figure it out no that did not stop me did I do it wrong a couple times until I saw a girl kid like across the way doing Mm -hmm. it properly and then I was like oh that's how you do it okay yeah but have I not taken that opportunity of self-growth I really you really have to talk to yourself okay sometimes you just have to work yourself down from a situation that gives you anxiety if you're thinking if you start like spiraling overthinking when you start feeling that sense of like 
eh, say it's not that fucking serious. Okay. The it, only it's really not. It's never it's, is. It never is that serious. Literally nobody's that worried about you. Like you're the only one that's literally worried about yourself. And if you if you think about how much time you put into thinking about others' actions and you realize I actually don't put a lot of time thinking about like what my friend wore that one time or what this girl yeah. I don't like said that one time. Like I don't put a lot of energy into that. And if you're putting a lot of energy into that, then maybe that's something you ought to work on. But, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, like, you're the only person that wakes up with yourself every day. And believe me, like one embarrassing moment, you're not going to remember it. And sometimes there are moments that stay with you and you have to learn to kind of like let them go. But at the end of the day, like that's your own self judgment, you know what I mean? And you can be as hard as yourself as you want. But you have to realize like, if it's not in one of your priorities, like, and values, like give yourself a little grace, like let it go with the wind, you know? Yeah, I also think that like with the fear of looking stupid and stuff i swear to god i've learned with human beings no one really knows what's going on you know i go to the gym and i see guys and i'm like what the fuck is he doing you know and it's just a short little blimp in my mind but it's like i would at the same token like be like oh well that guy's like he he knows what's going on so he's gonna look at me and think that i'm doing something wrong he probably doesn't know what the fuck is going on like you know what i'm saying like i think that a lot and i feel like judgment from strangers is a like obviously we all like just want to be accepted but not doing something because of the fear of judgment of strangers that's just stuff you're putting on yourself and I really feel like when you just let go of like what people think of you especially strangers it's so relieving and uh Brene Brown talks about a one inch box and what it is is like literally get a piece of paper an inch by an inch and put the people that matter and the people whose opinions you care about on that one inch piece of paper because you can only put like five six names on there and beyond that so like for me it's like my parents you know my parents Berenice Ariana that's about it you know what I'm saying like there's there's not that many people on the list and just rethinking about like okay these are the people whose opinions I care about and if they're telling me like hey you're fucking up that's cool but they're not gonna be there every day to be like at the grocery store telling me hey you look really stupid by buying these items together it's like what the fuck are you talking about like that's so silly yeah and I know that there's a lot of people who have a lot of like ideas of making content for social media and yeah it might look a little silly that you're literally recording yourself at all times like today I recorded myself at the gym and it was like it's a journey okay because you really have to say I had to put myself up and be like Bernie said you don't give a fuck like you're doing this for yourself like you're doing this for your own TikTok fuck it but it comes it manifests in a lot of different ways and also like with dancing growing up like I would say like this comes from a lot of stuff but like my sister was really good at dancing and I just didn't really like find rhythm and confidence until I was a lot older so I thought like I can't dance like I felt self-conscious about like what I looked like dancing comes EDM obviously that changed completely because literally at at an EDM festival you learn that nobody cares what you do how you're doing Mm -hmm. it as long as you're having a good time and you're good vibes like you could literally be twerking and another person next to you can be doing the sprinkler but as long as you're doing it like kind of to the beat and you look like you're having fun everybody's vibe and Mm -hmm. that honestly like helped me grow a lot and also like with EDM 
just like learning that like everybody honestly people run around pretty naked and that helped me grow so much because mm-hmm. I realized like literally no one is staring at your body like no one necessarily cares about like what you look like in your outfit but it's really just about like what you put on and how you want to express yourself and that translates so much into how other people see you because and I think that's where I have I learned the most about like it really does not matter like what do you look like as long as like if your spirit is good if you're like being a good fucking positive member of society and you're radiating good energy like people see that and like that's really like what matters so like haters are gonna hate there's gonna be people that are gonna be like I can't believe like she would wear that she's so whatever but at the end of the day like I had a great time while I was doing that I felt beautiful I know I look beautiful and I know that like the people that matter that surrounded me thought so too you know yeah I so yeah yeah the raving definitely helped me come outside of my shell and something that I always think is very interesting is when people tell themselves that they like can't do something I mm. know with stand-up comedy sometimes I'll tell people like oh yeah I do stand-up and they're like oh my god that's so cool like I could never do that and part of me is like you really could like there's literally nothing stopping you from doing it the only thing that's stopping you is yourself and it's like dude how many things in your life are you just stopping yourself from doing probably a lot and I tell anybody who's like oh I love stand-up I'm like go ahead and do it and they're like what no I could never I'm like yeah you could it's actually not as crazy as you think it is like the worst thing that could happen is people do not find you funny which is okay okay yeah is it gonna be a learning moment sure it's gonna build some character okay (laughs) oh yeah it's interesting because I always tell people I'm like bro go to a couple open mics and you'll realize that you can fucking do this I I am not a gatekeeper (laughs) when it comes to stand-up comedy I obviously I'm very fucking funny come out to a show but I don't (laughs) think I'm humble flex humble yeah (laughs) but I don't think I'm necessarily like special the advice that I got from a writer who writes on the Sarah Silverman show and the Trevor Noah show was the difference between the people that make it and don't make it are the people who just like don't that give up or don't do it right like there's nothing special about like stand-up comedians all of them will say is like yeah well I've been doing this for 10 fucking years and now I have a Netflix special right and there's a bunch of people on social media where it's like okay how did they gain a following at one point they had zero fucking followers everyone had zero followers at one point Mm -hmm. it's just not giving a fuck and doing what you want to do and keeping at it like consistency is key don't let people's fucking even if you get negative comments at first or whatever like just keep doing your thing as long as you know it's like not harming other people Mm -hmm. it's positive you you like it you're having fun you're having fun while you're doing it like that is literally the difference from anybody like that started on tiktok you see people doing tiktok dance and at first everybody said that's a fucking stupid now those people's lives has com- have completely changed they're fucking rich as fuck and you know why it's because they worried about themselves and they just kept doing what they wanted to do for themselves so take that on and I think like on the flip side of practicing not giving a fuck and having that thanks for your concern mentality it would say I would say that I take that as practicing like living and letting others live so like I can't be a hypocrite in that situation right like I can't worry about my and want to do what I want to do and only care and only you know make decisions based on my gut and my opinions if I'm not also doing that with other people I something that was hard for me in friendships you know sometimes you see your friends maybe dating somebody or hanging out with somebody and you're just like I don't think that's gonna work out okay but what I have learned is you gotta shut the fuck up (laughs) you gotta let other people figure out their own situations 
they gotta they gotta live through them because one of the things I think we have we talked about at the start at the start of this podcast was that in friendships you hear a lot about the negative things in in your friends significant others lives or in friendships you know they complain to you they vent to you and sometimes you don't hear the flip side of it or Mm -hmm. you don't hear about all the good times so you as a friend obviously can be like very protective about a situation or you can read into where you think your friend is at but for your friend to come to that realization since they're living it and you're not looking from an outside perspective they just gotta fucking live it and being the friend that's constantly like being like I don't think so like that's not necessarily being like supportive and it's not like you're trying not to look out for your friend by not saying it but at the end of the day in my experience it's hurt more relationships than it has benefited by me like you know what I mean like if I say something it hurts more than it just benefits so shut the fuck up and staying quiet and letting people live their life Sometimes it's just the way, the way you gotta go. I have, you know, I I feel the exact same way, and I think it's very, it is the way that it is. You know what I'm saying? And you kind of have to just realize that I have found the exact same thing. Like you can't say shit about somebody's boyfriend, and people can't say shit to me about my boyfriend, and I fucking know it, you know. And it's just because it's just so much more multi-dimensional than that. But I also just think that in life, like you gotta be supportive of people's journeys and like what they want to do with their life. Like, for instance, if fucking Berenice was like, I'm going to go be a clown. I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, I'll come see you. Like, you know, like. Bitch, you better be the best clown ever. (laughs) You know, like, okay, bitch, I don't know why you want to be a clown, but sure. Like, you can't say like, oh, my God, you're going to ruin your life if you go into the clown industry. Do you know, like, how hard it is to be a clown successfully? Like, there aren't that many successful clowns. Like, that's not really that helpful versus like, let me come support you. Yeah, yeah. I already got my dad for that one right literally <laughs> Paco already got me on speed dial saying what the fuck's your plan <laughs> And, you know, I also think that there's something that I think is really interesting that I've seen where, for instance, you'll have someone who will go like see someone famous and go support someone who's famous that has millions of followers. But like you won't go support your homie. What the fuck? Like, go fucking go. They're starting a small business. Bitch, their shit is like $18. It means a lot more to them to see a sale from someone they know than you buying something off of fucking Forever 21. You know, support your homies. And like, obviously, if they're in an MLM, let them find out for themselves. Don't support (laughs) them in that. But besides that, like, we need to gas up people in our lives and like, I know it might be like cringy to support someone that you knew in high school or whatever. And you're like, but bro, it would mean so much. It means so much more to support a small business or someone when they're starting out. Like, I don't know. A couple of people have come to my shows where I'm like, damn, I really like appreciate this way more than I think anyone knows. Because obviously, like seeing strangers, seeing like 50 strangers come to a show. okay, that's cool or whatever. Having a show with 10 of your homies, that's fucking even better. So, yeah. That's true. Right now, I am the number one supporter of any girl I met who's on TikTok, okay? Mm-hmm. You post, post whatever the fuck you want. I'm going to be there in the comments. I'm going to be blowing you up. I'm going to be like, yes, bitch, engagement, kill it. Another one, another one. And the thing is, like, everybody starts off a little rough, okay? Everybody. Right. And I have my own opinions about maybe you should do videos this way and this way. But I shut the fuck up and I let them figure it out because they will figure it out. And, in fact, they have been figuring it out, mm-hmm. you know? So live and let fucking live is also part of 
of things for your concern energy. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's another part of this where something I actually really deal with myself is a quote by Ira Glass, who is This American Life. He says that there's a point where your taste like is large, is better than your ability. Like, for instance, me, I was thinking today, I want to make like a day in my life TikToks, but I don't think my house is aesthetic enough. I don't know how to do the aesthetic look. Bitch, you think fucking the first time oh TikToker with 10 million had like the perfectly aesthetic video? No, they figured it out as they went along. You got to figure it out. Yeah, you just, you'll do it. You'll do it. I think like the final part, and this can be, I wouldn't call it the negative part, but this is the more mind your business part of things for your concern, is as I moved to New York, I, I've been surrounded by more people with different thoughts, beliefs. You know, they were just raised different than shit girl. And I, in the past, have closed off a lot of relationships with people based on certain beliefs just because I'm not trying to hang around that energy. I have found that in New York people have a little bit more layers like in Washington it was very like black or white right like Trump supporters. Racist. We're racist. <laughs> Uh, it there there was no there wasn't a lot of in between in views but in New York that's really different it it looks it looks really different because you got a lot of people who are immigrants who are conservatives and then you have a lot of people from like a lot of fuck just a lot of fucking different backgrounds that grew up and a lot of people from Brooklyn specifically which I was very surprised a lot of brown people and I have learned I guess not to necessarily be more like I don't have a lot of tolerance for bigotry but I do see that that sometimes people just haven't been put in situations that will push them to grow in specific ways, right? So that's okay. I honestly, I have taken the backseat of teacher because nobody pays me for it um, mm-hmm. and really only use my energy for those people that I find have potential and I want in my life to push them to grow. But if you don't, and I know that you're too far gone and I don't necessarily care for you, but you're going to be in my surrounding circle. This being like if people, you know, Republicans love to fucking trigger to fucking bait people we got a lot of people asking about my fucking booster for my vaccine all right that's my favorite to say thanks for your concern worry about your own fucking unvaccinated ass okay don't worry about me don't don't worry about me i was gonna say sometimes my parents do hit you know sometimes they (laughs) they did drop the ball on a couple things growing raising me but my mom always fucking said like if you don't have something nice to say like don't say it at all like mind your fucking business if you don't have something fucking loving and caring to say to me or to say to anybody else just shut the fuck up so sometimes i see someone post a thirst trap and i'm like maybe i wouldn't but i just shut the fuck up (laughs) and don't say anything and i'm like i'll see people in tiktok comments like like fucking saying crazy shit and i'm just like you should just just shut the fuck up and mind your business like what the fuck is wrong with you and i think that you can apply this to your everyday life like if you don't have something nice to say if you're not trying to fucking add positivity to the room just shut the fuck shut up. the fuck up and leave okay <laughs> yeah and if someone comes at you with a backhanded compliment or some shit you just aren't trying to hear and you don't want to say shut the fuck up because that's a little, a little aggressive thanks for your concern works just fine too. tag us <laughs> DM us, tweet at us. Thanks for your concerns, my favorite. When someone comments on like my body in any type of way, I'm just usually like, thanks for your concern. I find it really weird because sometimes people are trying to give a compliment, but it's kind of a backhanded compliment. You just say, thanks for your concern. Or like, 
You have nice tits. Thanks for your concern. If you don't want to say thank you or get into a conversation, you know, it, it works. Even when it doesn't work, it, it still does. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Another one can be like, or sometimes somebody could ask something like genuinely because they're curious and you're just not feeling like talking about it. And you can also, my favorite one has been like, story for another time. You know what I mean? Or like you're in a situation where you don't feel comfortable telling everybody, but you might feel comfortable telling one person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Plug of the week. Plug of the week. Okay, so my plug of the week is an artist called Artsits Blue, A R T I Z Blue. And their art is literally in fucking sane. I have to share it with everybody. You can find them at the shop. Etsy Blue on Etsy and then again at Artsy Blue on Instagram and on TikTok. So my plug of the week the week goes to Rich Too and you can find him on Instagram at Rich underscore TU. He is a digital creator, multidisciplinary creative art focus on culture and future honestly his shit is just cool and like i'm really into what art looks and artiste go um and any sort of like creative work that goes into culture specifically like um brooklyn and other like big cities so definitely give him a follow and you can see his work again at rich underscore two or at rich com. well we hope you have enjoyed this episode i have i've enjoyed myself <laughs> And is that all that matters? Yeah, yeah. honestly. No, yeah, we hope you I, enjoyed it too. You know, someone asked me recently because I went on some dates that if I had fun on the dates and I was like, oh, I had a great time. And then they were like, oh, did you make you laugh? And I'm like, no, but I made myself laugh. And I had a great time with myself, okay? So that's really that's that's really all that went down. But it made sense why they didn't go anywhere. But regardless, I had a good time. And that's all that really mattered. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, shout out to Pakistan. Um, <laughs> we have a really huge new following from Pakistan. So, assalamu alaikum. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> With that, everybody, you can make sure you're subscribed. Tell a friend, you know, don't be a hater, be a supporter. Tell everyone you know about Thanks for Your Concern. And you can also follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Thanks the Number for Your Concern. I'm personally at Ella L. Tudor. And I'm at Bernice A. DSM. See ya! Toodles, kiss, kiss, bye bye.